boom and we are live what is going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the aew dynamite review show as always hosted by your boy tk exclusively right here on the bloodline entertainment network and as always it's youtube exclusive so hit that like button and please hit that subscribe button to the bloodline entertainment network and if you're watching again for all your sports wrestling entertainment needs, all of our video, all of our audio. And for this man, my special guest, his writing, his rankings, everything he does, find it right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Let me bring him in. That's that's it. That's that man, AEW Dynamite Review Show. And it was a hell of a show tonight. Brett from Brain Buster Boys Podcast and the Phoenix Splash Podcast. My dude, what's up, baby? Man, you were so excited during that intro. I thought you were going to lose your voice, and with good reason. Holy shit, what a night we just uh, witnessed on AEW Dynamite. Can't wait to get into it with you. Well, I was just going to say, before we even talk about it, I love you, I miss you, scissor me, daddy. Uh, Been a minute. Miss you, baby, miss you. How's life? Doing good? Doing good. Sucking down on a few twisted tees here. Got a little Edmonton Vegas Golden Knights up here. Warriors Golden State up here. I'm cooking with gas, baby. Yo, it's a, it's a great time. Wrestling is popping. You got the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, baseball. I mean, you're a Reds fan. I'm a Sox fan. It's tough for yeah. both of us right now. But my Blackhawks just got the first pick in the draft. But we're not here for that. We got an hour to cram this dynamite talk in. And as we do it every single week, I'm going to just do a quick, and I mean this week, quick AEW Dynamite recap, and then Brett and I are going to play Topic Battle Royal. Go back and forth on whatever it is we want to talk about because AEW Dynamite just rocked, and I mean rocked. And I will get to the chat. The chat is blowing up right oh. after we run through. Oh, Dynamite. yeah. <laughs> so, overall, for me, it was a really fun show, and I'll get Brett's interpretation on it. Obviously, you just said the show fucking rocks, so you know it rocked. There was a couple surprise returns that I love. The end ring was great with Claudio and Phoenix. Orange Cassidy and Danny Tordup in the trios match was great. Oh, the trios match was okay. I wouldn't really call it great. But, you know, you got to see the House of Black on TV after three weeks off nonetheless. So anytime I can see them on my, on my TV, I will call them great. And the cage match, the fucking cage match was incredible with all the violence and then the twist at the end. Really quick, let's run it. Claudio defeated Phoenix in a double Jeopardy match. What is a double Jeopardy match? Apparently, the BCC now gets a tag team title shot because Claudio beat Phoenix. Had Phoenix won, he would have got an ROH World Championship shot. So more of the mixed branding AEW ROH bullshit that I hate. I digress. Miro! Miro finally came from the ah! And he is back. I know Big Dick Brett's happy about that, and oh, I'm happy yeah. about that. And Miro walks into Tony Khan's office. Of course we know why. But let's go, baby. Let's go. And we got four vignettes tonight from the four pillars, all right? MJF's vignette, it was killer. Recapping his reign of terror and stating how from the time AEW started from the time now, he is the pillar. And there is no, I mean, like, there is no uh, competition between the four of them. The gap has just widened incredibly between the four of them over the past three years. And I don't really disagree with that. I, we'll talk about that momentarily. No. FTR comes out. 
I was telling you, I asked Mark Briscoe to come to the ring. Sanjay's crew comes out. That was the most entertaining part of last week's. This is the least entertaining part of this week's. Thank God, as it should be the least entertaining. If Double J's on our TV, we go back and forth. Dad calls Double J a carny bolt, a carny piece of shit, which I enjoyed. Mark Briscoe finally comes out with a bottle, some cups, tries pouring a drink. At the end of the day, all this is is Mark Briscoe will be the special guest referee for FTR's Double J and Jay Lethal at Double or Nothing for the tag titles. Who fucking gives a shit? We got a Chris Jericho promo in the back. He's got a restraining order on Adam Cole. Lame as fuck. Roderick Strong confronts him, which was cool. He says he will take on Jericho in a false count anywhere match next week, which the JAS is banned from ringside. So that's cool. That'll be a fun match next week. I love that Roderick's getting used as Roddy is a stud. And Thunder Rosa! Thunder ah! Rosa! Let's go! We've been asking for Miro. We've been asking where's Thunder Rosa. We get Thunder Rosa back. Thunder Rosa goes into Tony Khan's office. Again, we know what's happening. We get the Sammy Guevara vignette. He says he's the black sheep. He's a great wrestler. He is the heart and soul of the business. Ty Conti talks. Chris Jericho talks. Hey, Brett, you can see this. I still got this for you. Fuck you, Brett, from my boy Sam. Hey, I still, I still like him more than CM Punk, so... All right. Okay. Maybe that'll come up in a little bit. I guess, you know. Ah, ah. Punk's coming back. You know he's coming back, especially after seeing Miro and Thunder Rosa. And right now, Tony Khan comes out for his huge announcement to say he's got a huge announcement next week. Oh, man. I I love TK, but I, I don't know why you have an announcement to talk about an announcement. Clearly, with Miro going into the locker room, Thunder Rosa going into the locker room, TK said while he was talking, we got a lot of talent backstage not being used, kind of like addressed what the internet talks about. So, clearly, next week is going to be the AEW collision show and CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Boo. If you're going to United Center, you got to bring the man back 110%. International Championship, Orange Cassidy defeated Daniel Garcia in a fun match. At one point, Danny at the Dragon Slayer locked in so deep, I thought Orange might pass out. He did not. Yeah. Christian Cage came out said why he's getting the TNT title shot against Wardlow. It was stupid. More daddy issue bullshit. I, I, I cannot stand listening to it. It drives me fucking bonkers, dude. He shit on Wardlow. He shit on Arn Anderson, called Arn Anderson a second fiddle loser. He was never a world champion, unlike Christian. Darby, Vin, Darby Allen's vignette time. Darby says that he does what he does because it breaks mental barriers in his head. He wants to become world champion because he's going to give back to the company. Sting talked on behalf of Darby. Anna J. Julia Hart, no holds bar. I, I wish this was on Rampage. They probably would have given it more time. They didn't give it enough time. The match went it through picture and picture break. Julia Hart got the win after a superplex on chairs in the Heartless submission. She missed She missed the spot, though. I mean, they missed the Big chair. Yeah. Like, they missed. Like, they fucking missed. So, again... I, they probably felt rushed because it was through picture in picture. I, I, I digress. Give women more time. These women deserve more time than what they got, especially since they've been invested into this feud. The trios match, as I said earlier, uh, it, it was fine. It, it was what it was. Bandito was a fucking superstar, man. I absolutely love, love, love Bandito. The match was wrestled in the dark, though. Uh, it, it is what it is. House of Black was back on our TVs, which I've been asking for for three weeks. After the match, we saw Orange Cassidy backstage looking at the Tron. Kyle Fletcher attacked him and challenged him for the international. Love that. Love it. <laughs> love it. We love Aussie Open. Oi, oi, oi. Let's go, baby. We love that for mm. sure. So I'm sure we'll get that on a rampage or maybe next week's dynamite um, sooner than later. So I really dig that. Jungle Boy's turn, his vignette. Christian actually was the one who put him over. Wild that it was Christian. 
He hates on Max only wrestling four times a year. He says he's been ready for this since he's nine years old. Definitely the weakest of the four, but that's no shock. Yes, he's the least charismatic of the four of them. Main event time, or we got Ricky Starks and Jay, Jay White. They had back and forth exchange on vignettes. We're going to get that match next week. I'll talk about that in a second. We got the main event, the main event, steel cage match between John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. This match didn't disappoint by any means. John Moxley jumped Kenny on his way to the ring. Brian was on commentary. BCC joined Mox and John McKenney. Bucks came and took out Claudio and Mox. Mox and Kenny finally get in the cage. I said to myself, who's going to bleed first? It's Mox. Kenny pulls a chair out wrapped in barbed wire, chucks it at Mox's face, grinds it on his fucking back, double stomps it on Mox's back, dude. Mox finally gets the advantage, all bloody, front and back, kisses the camera. That popped me, baby. I know that got you hard, Brett. I know that got you hard, dude. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, so then they went back and forth beating each other with the chair and the barbed wire. Superplex onto the chair from Mox. That didn't miss, ladies. That didn't miss, okay? Come back from the picture-in-picture break with the turnbuckle. The turnbuckle, I've never seen this. But the turnbuckle inside of Kenny's mouth. Mox broken glass, pours it in the middle of the ring. Back and forth action on the glass. V-trigger snap, dragging out of the glass. Fuck, I'm going crazy. V-trigger through the fucking cage. Stalls up Kenny's leg. Mox gets the screwdriver. Don Callis comes from behind Mox. V-trigger to Mox's back. V-trigger to Mox's front. One-winged angel. And Don Callis fucking turns on Kenny. Oh, my God. What the fuck? For Mox to get the one, two, three. And Brian says on commentary, he got no idea, but he's happy. So. Oh, man. So. So. My brother. Yeah. That was tonight's show. It was a hell of a show. And you know how we do here? We play top and better oil. We talk about what we want. But, Brett, I want first you to just kind of give us your synopsis and how you felt about tonight's show. And then we'll talk about what we can talk about. Yeah, the show was tremendous. Um, I can hear myself coming out of your screen a little bit. Oh, now not. So, <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Like you said, great in-ring from the first match. Claudio and Phoenix was amazing. I didn't know what Double Jeopardy was either. but. Um, that all worked out and makes sense and will be interesting. I'm guessing it'll be Claudio and Wheeler probably um, mm-hmm. to challenge would make the most sense, but that match ruled uh, Garcia and orange was amazing. I mean, yes, they keep trotting orange. Out. <laughs> they keep trotting orange out pretty much every week to defend that belt, but hell it's entertaining every week. And this was m- maybe one of the best of them I thought. And, admittedly i was really wanting garcia to get the dub as much as i love oc but yeah you mentioned it some of those submissions he locked in not only were they deep but just the just how he was countering into them i thought was so impressive like it just proves that garcia is a future star here in aew and a great wrestler um and then Like you said, the trios match was good, not great, but it's nice to see the House of Black. Pantito is the fucking man. We need to see more of him. Uh, Yeah, couldn't agree more on the women's match. I thought it was pretty solid for what it was. I mean, not quite to the level of the previous women's street fights that we've seen. Um, And yeah, a lot of it was cut out for commercial. Julia Hart's still quite green, uh, but you know, solid. And then the main event. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like <laughs> I'm still, I'm in shock. Um, this year has been 
big on the shock. Not as much in the result here than the turn, of course. Like, of all turns to happen, Don, a.k.a. Dan, as we call him on our show, Brainbuster Boys, that is one I never saw coming. I mean, you know, from the get-go and from New Japan days, you know, so long before AEW even existed, they've been telling this story of Don Callis being, you know, like his uncle, you know, in his life since he was 10 years old, whatever, and never had they had they had really any tension of any kind like it was an ironclad bond and you know he took the bullet if you know a month or so ago and legitimately got busted you know that was a shoot thing that happened um obviously this is all kayfabe but um man yeah i just did not see that coming it's like wow one winged angel yes one man has kicked out of that that's kota ibushi and ddt in 2012 even though they don't tell you that so when that is hit in the middle of the ring you expect it to be over and oh my god wow i didn't i didn't see it coming man um and yeah i'm intrigued to see what his explanation is will he align with the bcc is he kind of the new regal figure for them Maybe, uh, but I'm I can't wait to hear his logic and reason because uh, if it's Don Callis, he's gonna tell you he's he's right all the time. So uh, I can't wait to fucking hear it, man. Uh, the guy can cut a promo, and uh, this was a wonderful, great show. Honestly, like this is a top tier dynamite. It's fantastic, and I'm so glad that you were watching live tonight. I, I yeah, it's been a minute live. since I have, so I'm glad I hit you up earlier, too. Nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm off work tonight. Let's fucking fuck. Do it. Let's fuck. Let's bang. <laughs> Let's bang this out. And before we go any further, I want to give the chat big shouts. Just ran through the comments. Streets, great, great show Streets last night. Done. The debut of the, the director's cut by Graham the Bin Buster right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network last night. That was awesome. JD, Russell Bread, go check out Russell Bread tomorrow night right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Nick, wonder if you're not alone. Tonight I'm not alone. That's why I'm live tonight. Brocast in the future. Marcus, World Elite Podcast. My boy Justin, Dylan, Devin, our tribal chief, Will Gray, De Niro. God, what's up, everybody? Just what is up, everybody? But we are limited on time tonight. Because in 40 minutes from now, we have our MMA show right after this. Uh, they are reviewing UFC 288. So keep it right here if you're into MMA for that. And if you're not, keep it right here anyways. Watch the damn show. But, Brett, Topic Battle Royal, I'm going to leave it up to you, man. We got plenty of things we can talk about. So specifically speaking, we can talk about the Don Callis heel turn and kind of what is next. What do you think is next with the BCC, Don Callis, Takeshita? You know, obviously Takeshita is who he's grooming. So where does he lie? AEW and Warner Bros. Clearly, Tony Khan's announcement about an announcement is, is with Miro coming back and Thunder Rosa coming back. We can incorporate all of that into one little segment that is called AEW Collision. Uh, you can talk about Jay White and Ricky Starks. It's happening on Dynamite next week, supposedly. Which is bullshit. I think it's going to kind of just... i got a lot of thoughts on that, but uh, okay. let's just start with Callus, man. Um, okay. There I, you go. I, of course, you know, was start t- telling my spiel. I'm shocked. I don't know where this is going. I can't wait to hear the explanation. I want to hear what you think. Like, raw reaction here. Like, again, no one could have seen this coming. I don't think. Um, I certainly didn't. 
And yeah, this really flips the whole fucking storyline on its head. So let I want to hear your thoughts on it, and then we could kind of spin from there. Yeah, bro, I, I, I fucking went crazy, dude. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, holy fucking shit! Yeah. I, I I was so excited that we were going on right now to do this live, and I wasn't doing an upload tonight because I don't know, I don't know the the whole Takeshita thing that yeah. intrigued me. All right? I didn't even think about that until you said it. That and, like where does he fall grooming, in here? Yeah, right. And he's been grooming Takeshita for months now, and you have to remember that Takeshita had bangers with Mox. Bangers with Brian, banger with Claudio. All right, I'm sure. But he also came guys. up in DDT with Kenny Omega when Kenny Omega right. was still there, and Kota Ibushi as well, who is a free agent and has been very outspoken about wanting to come to AEW. Right. Again, that just popped into my brain. So, and that lead, and that's a great point. And our man, Dirt Cheap Dan, Mister News, Bakley, Cage My IQ. All right, he's been, he's been all of. I can't take credit for that. that I hadn't Devin. heard. I hadn't heard that one. Yet. Devin, Devin, Devin called him Dirt Cheap Dan. That was that was the best one, dude. That's tremendous. So, so he brought up a point. Obviously, we know of the Golden Lovers. We know of Abushi's history. You've got hangmans there already. You got the elite. There's four of them, all right? There are four of them. And theoretically speaking, there are four on the other side. They're not theoretically speaking. There are four on the other side, okay? But you got Takeshka that's floating around. Takeshka going to the elite side of things, who's joining the BCC? They have nobody. But Takeshka going to the BCC side of things, after literally fighting all of them, after getting screwdriver to the head and being forced to bleed, and what do they all do? They all bleed together before mm-hmm. they join together. Yep. And so fight Takeshita, each other, fight each, you know, Wheeler what? had to yep. go through the gamut. Yeah, wow. So maybe I it was, maybe it was, it. well, Bakley only said the Kota Ibushi to the elite side. He didn't say all this other shit. Wow. Um, no, I'm giving you credit yeah, for that. Yeah, and so. now that you said that, that, it, it checks out, checks a lot have, of boxes. Here. Right. So then you have Takeshita joins the BCC, and the Don Callis thing could be like, I want Takeshita to learn from the best, yeah. not these fucking fake pro wrestlers. I want him to learn from And I'd real love pro to wrestlers. see him as a heel with a little bit, not that he needs it, but more attitude. Like, yes. he's already so yes. fucking fierce. So then you have, like, Callis is, like, Takeshita's manager within the bcc but not the overall head of sure, the bcc sure. so then Which they don't really need you know, at right. this point you know so I then mean, hang so then hangman comes back and then you know they're five on four and then what happens then you need a fifth and who's just out there right now you got the golden lover you need kota abushi and he was in, in the, your fifth. what they called the golden elite when kenny won the iwgp championship the first time in 2018 it was he kota and the young bucks i almost bought the shirt i didn't but it's black with gold lettering and it said elite so yeah that's already been a thing so uh i think you cracked the code here bud five on five blood and guts yeah. justin says Yep. Since Callis was the one who recruited Takeshka, this would be perfect time for him to come back, betray the elite, which leads to the return of Hangman, debut of Ibushi. That I mean, and there's a five and five blood and guts. Now I'm gonna be mad if it doesn't happen. It's perfectly (laughs) booked, right? Yeah, yeah. When I didn't just didn't think about Takeshka, period, just immediately after this match until you said it. And then not only that, I had not thought of it is the perfect story to go to the BCC. He's do he 
already kind of did what Wheeler had to do. I mean, Claudio didn't really have to go through that, but Wheeler being like the quote unquote underling for lack of a better term, young boy in to use Japan terms, like had to go through the fucking ringer and that match with Mox, which was on a rampage, was one of you know, 10, 12 matches of last year. It was incredible. You know, it went like 12 minutes. So not that that has anything to do with anything here, but uh, yeah, I think Takeshita to the BCC is perfect. And I think that is Callus's rationale. Like you kind of said, um, you know, this is my guy. I don't want him to be with these schmucks who are just trying to sell t-shirts and do YouTube videos. I want him to be with these fucking killers. It doesn't matter that he came up with these schmucks over here. And, and yeah, I, I love it. You're such a good fantasy booker. Give me the fucking pencil. Give him the pencil. Let's go. God damn it. God damn. Well, there's so much we could talk about. Um, I will. I will just go ahead and we'll we'll do this. We will do the Thunder Rosa and Miro return. Yeah. Because we, I, Brett, you, Justin, Jeremy, the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Where the fuck? is Miro finally 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 what we call it on this show is the the little the little island of relevancy they're gonna come from the island of irrelevancy and they're gonna get on that boat and they're gonna chisel themselves out and they're gonna come on over like the house of black just did and let's hope and thunder rosa did the same thing so we saw Miro walk into tk's locker room uh about 30 minutes later thunder rosa did the same thing tk made his announcement about his announcement next week Rumors are circulating. They're getting a billion, a billion dollars for Warner, Warner Brothers to do Collision, to get a deal on HBO Max, maybe a streaming service deal. Talk to me about how you how do you feel about this, baby? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's all good. Um, it means that AEW sticking around, which I think we all want. Fuck CM Punk, but uh now I'm gonna be okay with it. I think when it comes, you know, I don't, I don't, I just don't want to talk about him and all that right now. But yeah, the fact that the company is growing and stable and re-upping television rights with the same organization that's only giving them more of a platform and a streaming service will make me come. Um, like if it's something with that and Ring of Honor combined, like. You just pop on whatever. <laughs> That's good. Uh, you know, just, all right, Dynamite episode one, go. Like, you know, there's ways of finding it now, but to have it all in one without ads would is going to be incredible. Oh, double or, OG double or nothing. Yeah, let's pop that on. Fast forward to the main event. You know, just having that luxury would be beautiful. Um, I think a brand split, you know, that obviously there's rumors of that and now it's, there may not be a hard brand split as I'm sure dirt cheat Dan told people at some point, um, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> it's a good thing it's because name, dude. how much have we all talked for years now, like, or close to two years that this roster is too bloated, you know, there's too much, too many people here, um, so if there's some separation, but and just more TV time and, you know, who knows what Rampage will become. Right. Seems like a similar type of deal where it'll be just kind of, you know, C-level stories, I guess, at this point, which is fine, whatever. Um, but to have two two-hour programs is a big fucking deal. 
And I don't want them to have two world championships. Like that is something I don't want to see. There's already too many belts. Um, The only thing I maybe want to see is a women's tag title, but like, let's just get rid of the TBS titles at that title at that point. But uh, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, you know, I've been a, a huge AEW mark from day one, went to all in like, I'm now back into WWE, so like there's no, you know, it is what it is, but I'm AEW at heart of those two. I mean, there's still New Japan and Stardom, and no, <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's it's lovely. I've, it's great, and uh, I'll get over the punk thing at some point, I'm sure. I'm over the Sammy thing. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with him again, uh, but just don't be an asshole, punk. Just don't be a fucking ass. <laughs> I actually didn't catch the writing the first time. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. It is. And I feel you. He better not be an asshole. Um, This is like his last chance, period. But it ain't about him. I'm with you. I'm so glad Dark is gone. I'm glad Elevation is gone. I'm glad that they're acknowledging that Rampage will be used as a developmental show, kind of like WWE used Main Event and Superstars. And the independent talent that was working Dark and Elevation will essentially be on ROH now. So yeah, that's fine. That's totally which is perfect because yeah. you don't need dark elevation, rampage, no. ROH, collision, <laughs> and dynamite. So what they did young indie talent mixed with kind of the ROH, you know, of old, like the kingdom yeah. and you know, folks like that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 perfect. I love it. Um consolidating that down because I hate getting the mixture of ROH and AEW. So I'd really like to see separate rosters, like seeing Claudio and Phoenix wrestle a double jeopardy match to where the bcc now can go wrestle for the roh tag belts and then collision is going to be there where there's going to be a brand separation like they and i've said it for a long time they need to like really separate roh from aew like if samoa joe's not on my tv because he's in roh then okay i can accept that but why can claudio be on both screens then mm-hmm. where's samoa joe and they need to figure that shit out yeah I think it's getting a little better, and I think with Collision added, you know, give it a little time, and I think it will work itself out because that's a lot of hours and a lot of time to fill, and you don't need the crossover at that point. So No, not at all. Let's talk about this, bro. I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, you said you had a lot to say about it. Jay White, Ricky Stocks, this yeah. should be at double or nothing. Jay, they should no not shit. be mixing it up until then. Tell me how you feel. Yeah, I mean – Man, when Jay White lost to Hikaleo and then lost to Eddie Kingston, both matches were fucking great. David Finley gets over with him going out the door, the lead bullet club, you know, leaves in tremendous standing in New Japan. I wanted him to go to WWE, given that it's run by Triple H the way that it's been run and been good. Like, that's what I wanted because I knew if he came to AEW – He would not be presented and treated like the star that he truly is. And not to say he definitely would in WWE, but we've seen it happen in in AEW time and time again to the point where Miro, Andrade, and probably plenty of others, like Bo forgot Andrade was even in AEW when I mentioned him. It makes sense. That's that's because Andrade is smoking Ric Flair drip with Ric Flair on Twitter. That's what he's doing. He ain't even catering. Yeah, but 
point is, like, I could have easily seen that happening to Jay White, and it's already happening. Um, you know, I said it when he came. It's like, I'm not upset about this, obviously. I love Jay White, right. and he is a fucking talent. But he needs to be put in the right situations, presented the right way, and he has not been. And I just don't like that uh, he's just so much better than this. And that's why I just didn't really feel the fit with him here and just thought he could have made a bigger impact in WWE. And it still could happen here, no doubt. But he's, you know, he it'll be, I want to see him just cut a traditional promo because that's something you don't really see in New Japan. Like it's, I mean, he's been the master of like, shit talking and almost cutting promos throughout matches and like getting in his opponent's heads and he's second to none at that kevin owens jericho have kind of both been great at that but jay white took it to another level see okada dominion match last year but yeah we haven't seen you know fought commander but like we haven't seen him in a real match but yeah i totally agree this match should be saved for double or nothing whether it happens there or not why does it need to happen again beforehand um i don't know i just it's not that i expected more out of jay white because i know it's not in his hands but if he gets the opportunity he's going to carry the ball uh but you know he's a unique wrestler um i don't know it's uh i just wish he was getting treated better and maybe he will but yeah i was very upset to see this is happening on dynamite yeah, man, it makes no sense. First of all, what's up, Just? Thanks for tuning in. Get yo. And uh, Justin says, Ricky, 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 fucking Jay White versus Ricky Starks. Though it is very predictable, it's still nipple mania running wild. And yes, I agree. But it would have been nipple mania if they saved it for double or nothing. And at the end of the day, I've been talking about this for weeks now. So Jay White has to win. Jay White has to win this match. Absolutely. And then what happens to Ricky? Ricky's supposed to be on a heater. Ricky coming into this year was on a heater. He's wrestling Max for the world title. People are like, it'll be Ricky in a year from now dethroning Max. Really? Look at how cooled off he is. Now he has been feuding with Juice Robinson for the better part of eight weeks. He's been teaming with, you want to talk about a cool down, Sean fucking Spears. And now <laughs> his big match. That they've been waiting for. His big program that that they've been waiting for is starting on Dynamite and not at the pay-per-view. It's fucking awful. And mm-hmm. they, I, I don't know. They So they need a – I'm fucking flabbergasted right now. Like I can't even like – when I saw this tonight, while I understand wanting to ramp up your Dynamite card, dude, you just fucking brought Jay White in. People like Brett, people like myself – we're sitting there like, we kind of want him to go to WWE and see what Triple H has got. We saw what AJ Styles had. You got Finn Balor over there doing good things. Let's see what Jay White can go over there and do. Instead, he goes to AEW. First feud, Ricky Starks. Cool, I guess. But it's been so fucking lackluster, dude. Mm-hmm. And now the first match is on Dynamite. And I think how it's going to go, it'll be another DQ finish. We don't get very many of those. The first Ricky Juice match finished in a DQ finish, if I'm not mistaken, on Rampage, which is very, very rare. And I was like, they wasted a juice match on this? It's frustrating. It is. It's just like with Wardlow and Hobbs. Like, why did all of this with Wardlow and Hobbs happen on Dynamite? Why didn't all of that happen 
at double or nothing. The last Wardlow and Hobbs match should have been double or nothing. Now we don't see Hobbs. Hobbs is gone. He's relegated to a trios program with UTV. Come on. Which I thought was like kind of funny when he was the champ as like a side thing. But yeah, now he's just a joke. And just like that TNT championship has been just a joke for well over a year. Bring Miro back. Give him the belt. You know what? And fuck it. Let's let's talk about that TNT championship right now because you get how we feel about this. While this program is cool, Jay White and Ricky Starks. Yes, Justin, I agree. Let me say one thing. Like again, the fact that he's been here for over a month and hasn't cut a fucking promo. That is his skill. That's what he's gonna draw people in. To casual fans, they don't know who Jay White is. If you don't watch New Japan and all you see is Jay White here and when he was involved around Forbidden Door last year, you're like, what's the big deal with this guy? Why is he so special? And I could agree with that. Everything that's been presented on AEW television, Jay White to me is an upper mid-card guy. But like the strength of him, like I said, is is his mouth, Mm -hmm. is his mind games, is... He's, but he's barely, but he's barely been presented as an upper mid card guy. He's kind of right. Just, yeah. He's just presented as another guy who's there. Yeah. He is not any different sure. than any other guy. He, all right, so he's yeah. wrestling Commander, and he's wrestling like he's not wrestling Vakingo, but like they're at the same time they're trying to push Vakingo, and they're they got Orange with their they're nonstop pushing Orange Cassidy. Like I don't, I don't have know. Jay White come in and smoke Orange Cassidy. You know, give me like, like give me the international title. Fucking or smoke like, is that? And I'm a huge Orange, Ca- a massive Orange yeah. Cassidy fan, but put the guy over. Like, yeah, this is. I generally, I generally, not working. I generally always have words to say. <laughs> this has me like just fucking completely befuddled. It it it's gonna hurt Ricky when he loses to Jay. And what does it not ju- really do- gonna help Jay? Yeah, like, let the man cut a promo. God I wish, damn it. I wish you went to WWE. I me fucking too. This, or this stayed in New gold, Japan. Yeah, this black and gold bullshit's doing nothing for me. The yeah. Bullet Club in Japan right now is trash. So, like, if they're trying to, like, set up a Japan bullet, New Japan Bullet Club. I don't agree with that, but we don't need to get into that right, right now. That's fine. That's that's fine. If you're. Yeah. Yeah, well, we could definitely talk. You're more than welcome to come on the New Japan show anytime. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, But if you're trying to set up that trash black and white Bullet Club. Against his black and gold bullet club at Forbidden Door, you're wasting your fucking time, dude. Oh, it's I'm, happening, baby. I know. So what? So it's David Finley, I, I'm just saying. Ishimori, and Clark Connors against fucking <laughs> what the fuck is that? That stable is so trash, dude. It's such a trash stable against Jay White, Juice, and ELP. Like I, I love David the black Finley, and gold side, but David the, Finley is crushing it, in my opinion. Okay, I don't but know who else how is much in that stable? Been- no, right, he is. He is. But who else is in that give stable? It, give it time. He's only recruited one guy who is a ascending rookie, essentially. I love Clark Connors, too. I love Clark Connors. I loved the acquisition of Clark Connors to the Bullet Club. But Forbidden Door is a month away. Who Who is in this black and white that's going to wrestle this black and gold? And in my opinion, this is a fucking waste of Jay White at Forbidden Door. I digress. Yeah. The whole thing is a waste of Jay White. Yes. He should be in the other company right now. Big time fucking digression. Or here, back, man. or still in New Japan, like I said. Yeah, yeah, right. Which would totally be fine, for sure. Absolutely. And then, briefly, I just wanted to hit on Christian. 
the fucking he comes out tonight and just cuts this heinous promo about dads again and Warlow's dad and talks about Arn Anderson. When he walked out with Luchasaurus two, three weeks ago, I was very excited. I said, you know what? War Daddy, Luchasaurus, double or nothing. Because we know Luchasaurus can fucking go. Yes, dude. And I mean, admittedly, I think him being a babyface was a big strength because he was so over and the crowds loved him. But I think he's good enough to be that as a heel. We just, I mean, outside of the feud with Jungle Boy and the cage match was really good, but where the fuck has he been since then? I have faith in the guy, so couldn't agree more. And now it's Christian versus which, whatever, you know, Christian's fine, but the TNT title is uh, awful. Let's see, Justin says, agree 1000%. Brett J. White was one of the best wrestlers today, but AEW isn't showcasing that. So people that don't know he, yeah, that don't know who he is, can't fully understand that yet. No, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, know, man. I know you know. And I like Christian as far as who I do he too. is at this point in his career. When he was wrestling Kenny Omega for the world title two years ago, I respected it. You know, he came in, he worked. Beat him. Beat him, up, beat him for, for the impact, impact title, title on right. the first episode of Rampage. It was fucking and, awesome. And yeah, the unpretty on the chair, dude. Yeah. Super tight. But at the end of the day, now we're two years later. He is supposed to be the mentor for these guys. It should be Wardlow versus Luchasaurus. Christian versus Wardlow at double or nothing for this belt. Wait, this is it double dynamite. or nothing? Or I think it might be a dynamite. Or did did he challenge him for double or nothing? He's, he said he'll see him next week, whatever that means. Um, okay. And they didn't what, announce the match graphic, I don't know. No, no, which, no. Which I would have been happier if they would have said instead of the Jay White versus Richard Starks, they would have been <laughs> no like Wardlow versus Christian, yeah, which no then would have set up Wardlow versus Luchasaurus yeah. at double or nothing. And I still had some sort of hope when Luchasaurus came out there the first time. It would have been War Daddy, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Luchasaurus. Another triple threat at double or nothing. Beef, big boys, let's go. I met him. I met him in Milwaukee when I went to the Dynamite at Wait, a bar. Isaiah Cassidy. Oh, 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 yeah. I thought you were doing that for Isaiah Cassidy. but uh, yeah. No, I wasn't. I was just moaning out of ecstasy. Oh. But if I was doing an Isaiah Cassidy, I'd do ah! Remember what I used to do that what Bo and I used to call the girl scream during he would just do that high pitch like yell yes. which we haven't yes. heard in a while, but it used to always pop Bo and I in the early days of BBB. Oh yeah. No, he's great. He does it. I don't know if you saw when he like moaned into uh I think it was Kenny Omega's ear. He like walked up to him in the gym and like moaned into his ear. It was fantastic. I think I I do remember yeah. that now. Yeah. See, Christian's on the list of people who don't need to be on the show anymore. He's just taking spots away from others. So he's on the Chris Jericho to Justin. If he's just a manager, and he can still work a little bit. um, But, yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. Let's get – we got a couple more things we can talk about. We got about 10, 15 minutes before we get out of here. Let's pull this up, man. I'm curious to get your takes. I haven't – Oh, yeah. Four Pillars title program. I hit the four vignettes earlier. It's been about six weeks, eight weeks. I love this. this. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah I think this is great. Um, I'm not going to say it's long overdue. I think this is the right time for this. Um, I love it. You know, this four pillars thing 
has, you know, they made it a thing, but it's not really talked about a ton, but it kind of lingers in the background. And now they're really making it a thing. And I think all these guys, I mean, we know MJF, and he's right. He is obviously on another level than all of them, but they all deserve it. And, you know, this is a the first pay-per-view main event for all three of them, which is an accomplishment. And I'm excited about it, and I'm happy for all of them. And I've gotten over my hate for Sammy because, you know, he's back to just being Sammy and none of the fucking bullshit with Ty. And, you know, he's he's still an amazing worker um and i fucking love darby and jungle boy too and mjf obviously one of the best in the world um yeah and i i really enjoyed tonight's like they each kind of had their own vignette uh i darby's was probably my favorite one i just you know you got to see his dad and like just a glimpse you know we know he's a maniac and does skateboarding and all this but like you said like what he said of you know, it's to give back to this company that's given so much to me and kept me sane and all like I thought that really hit home. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I I enjoyed the mat the tag match last week. I really, really enjoyed the Sammy and MJF kind of fake bromance they had going on, the matching vests. It was amazing. Um, you know, M- MJF's gonna win the match, but I think it's gonna be a fucking awesome match. And yeah, I can't wait. I I love all of this. Oh yeah, dude. About I don't know. It was like seven, eight weeks ago, I think, when they did their first promo, and I said these guys can't main event a pay per view. It has to be a <laughs> fatal four way. But I said <clears throat> we at the BCC versus the Elite cooking, so that that can main event it, and these guys could just be in the middle of the show. Fuck you, dude. These guys are the main event, dude. The story that, and I got to give, you know, we hate on Tony Khan sometimes. I got to give Tony Khan his props big time here. The booking of this story for all four of them, and then the execution by all four of them has been flawless. I've seen everybody freaking out. Oh, my God, they're going to do just a singles match. They're doing this tournament. It's going to be a singles match. Oh, are they going to do it? Oh, it's going to be on TV. Yo, no, I'm sitting here like, stop, stop. It had to be a four-way from the beginning. And I was, when that first promo happened, I'm like, sign me the fuck up. Because, again, I had faith in all these guys to make it work. And those early promos where they were all four in the ring were so much fun, where they each kind of got their moment. And, yeah, you said it. Like, each of these guys are just showcasing why they deserve to be here and why each one, you know, could, you know, like, would you be shocked if any of them walked out with the belt? Like shocked, like, Sin- like Sonata beating Okada shot. I'd be shocked if Sammy won the belt. Yes. Really? Yes, I would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Jack or Darby. No. I mean, do I think they're ready? No, but shocked. No. I don't think I'd be shocked for any of them. I'd be surprised, obviously. Even, even Sammy? I wouldn't be shocked, especially just with the way they've, you know, from day one, you know, he's kind of said, I want to be the best in the world, and that's my right. destiny. And I'll give him credit. Like, that's one thing that he's continually hit on, you know, when he's had the opportunity. And I liked, you know, how he had that open title case when they showed him in the room yes. with all his belts. Yes. Like, that was really cool. So, like, belt. yeah, I'm back. I'm back on Team Sammy. Not fully, but, like, yeah, yeah I like him again. Um, so, yeah, 
I mean, again, MJ, I think MJF's going to win, but I can't, I can't be sure of anything after more anymore after Roman beat Cody, after Sonata beat Okada, and after Tam Nakano beat Julio, which that one still still hurts. Me, <laughs> Hell yeah. Justin says the four-way, the fatal four-way double or nothing is going to bang, slap, and fuck <laughs> on so many levels. And yes, it is. And yeah, this by far and away deserves to be the main event. The, all four of them. All four of them have put the work in. I cannot wait, but I'd bet my balls, both of them, that MJF would win this. Yeah. Because there's bigger programs down the line. You got Adam Cole. You got super over over, over babyface Kenny Omega. That MJF Omega match down the road, that's that's your match right there, man. Let's not forget about Hangman, though, too. Like yeah. The, the yes. feud that's been yes. like the two top homegrown yes. yes i know hangman was in new japan but like he became a star here He's he the was not he was not a star in new japan and like the, you know from the get-go these were like the two guys that everyone yep. was saying this is the future of the company these are the two guys that they're going to build this around and they haven't had a singles match since 2019 i believe for the first dynamite diamond ring um, so yeah, that's a very you made, you made me forget because if you went everything we said and any prediction show we ever did going back, I said in their shorts on this channel, I said MJF beats Brian and Hangman beats Mox, and then 110 percent of double or nothing, a hundred million percent. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. Yep, I bet my left ball on it. It's gonna be yeah. Hangman and MJF at double or nothing. Saying too, yeah. So maybe that gets pushed off to all out or something or even full gear but you're right that's a huge huge program the biggest baby versus the biggest heel homegrown for sure adam cole's there kenny omega's there your boy's back very soon and that program can rehash itself wardlow wardlow smashed his ass all right i know there's so many opponents for him that i don't think that one of these guys are going to take he the can still Damn. sputter into singles matches with the other pillars. Yes. You know, maybe it's right. a dynamite, you know, defense. Yep. So, and, and they killed it. Um, this whole program's been great, and I can't wait for it at double or nothing. Really, really, really fast. And I mean, really fast. The originals versus the outcast. I thought that the three on three was going to be a double or nothing because the way they brought Sheeta back last week made it seem like it was going to be Britt, Jamie, and Sheeta against the outcasts, Soraya, Tony, and Ruby at D-O-N. But instead, they announced it for next week. So we have two double or nothing matches that I thought going on next week. What do you think? Do you think this six-woman's six match is going on next week? Do you think we get a five-on-five five maybe at double or nothing? What, what's happening here, man? I think it's all cooled a pretty decent amount, frankly. Yeah. Um Jamie Hayter might defend the women's championship too. Like that hasn't really, you know, she did again. What was it? Riho was maybe the last one, but she hasn't really been defending that at any sort of rapid rate. Uh, I'm still like got some excitement about all of this, you know, like, but I think they've had some missteps recently, but uh, yeah, I mean, they announced the match for next week. So I guess it's happening. Uh, maybe they, you know, we've kind of been talking for a long time about a women's blood and guts match. And, you know, that could still very well be something in the future. Um, but, you know, I still like it. But, uh, yeah, with you, I don't know, you know, does Jamie defend the belt at double or nothing? Do they do the five on five? 
you know, whatever happens next week is not going to be definitive and not going to be the end. That's for sure. So, right. Agree. It's going to be the same shit with that man. It's the same shit with Jay White versus Ricky Starks. Not sure why we are getting those matches next week. I get it. You're trying to pop ratings. You're sitting at the 750s, the 780s in the ratings. You want to do better, book better TV matches. So, I don't know. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't, I guess. Brett, this is fucking awesome, bro. I love oh, banging yeah. you, dude. Love banging Oh, you. yeah. <laughs> Yo, let the people know where they can find you, my brother. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> at Brain Buster Boys on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we just, I guess it's probably not out yet, but we'll just be putting out 106. We reviewed Backlash, talked a little Kentucky Derby. Uh, but before that, at 105, Vince and the Machine Part 1, a calculator can write better stories than Nick Khan. Uh, we are back into our uh, storyline stuff, and that was a lot of fun. So uh, that will be continuing at some point here in the near future. So, uh, yeah, Vince is up to he's up to something there. Who knows what? <laughs> but, Hell uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Awesome. You and Bo do such great stuff. Um, you guys were live earlier today. Go check out Brain Buster Boys right here on YouTube. Go check them out over on Visionary Global Media for the audio for sure. They do bomb-ass content over there. I love you, brother. Appreciate you so very much. And as always, please, if you're watching this, hit that damn like button. Hit that subscribe button to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We have shows all week long. Sports, we got wrestling, we got entertainment shows. The director's cut last night doing Guardians of the Galaxy. We got such great stuff. And right after us, right now, we got the MMA show where they're going to be recapping UFC 288. So keep it right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And be sure to check out the website. You're home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, all of our audio, all of our videos. And this man right here, my dude, my brother, all of his writing, his rankings, everything he does, match ratings weekly. Check it out. So for everyone who listened, everyone who watched, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you greatly. Until next time. Out.